John 15, verses 12 through 17. This is my commandment, that you love one another as I have loved you. Greater love has no one than this, that someone lay down his life for his friends. You are my friends, if you do what I command you. No longer do I call you servants, for the servant does not know what his master is doing. But I have called you friends, for all that I have heard from my father I have made known to you. You did not choose me, but I chose you and appointed you, that you should go and bear fruit and that your fruit should abide, so that whatever you ask the Father in my name, he may give it to you. These things I command to you, so that you will love one another. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. A great reading of the passage, Will. We got another love one another And we're still in the upper room, Jesus and his disciples, right before Jesus is about to go to his uh, death on the cross. And he says these very powerful words. What what stands out to you, Will, in the passage? Man, this, the whole verse 15, that whole zip code of the passage where it's Mm. talking about Christ calling us friends is such a evocative and and, and powerful moment in the really the whole arc of the Bible, right? You know, you, you have this moment where God, the same God from the beginning of creation, he's, he's drawn near to humanity. He's become like us. He's humiliated himself. He's about to, you know, do the ultimate act of sacrifice and and humiliation. And it's just this, this sweet moment of, of him drawing near to his disciples as friends, knowing their weakness and knowing what's in their hearts. And, and you know, before we start recording this, you you were mentioning how it this is kind of a, a scary thing to talk about. There's some weight to talking about this because the whole idea of Christ as, as friend has gotten so like polluted right. in the world to sort of this irreverent, goofy... yeah. Jesus is my homeboy kind of deal. Yeah. And, you know, but what really stands out to me when you read the passage is, first of all, when you look at scripture, there is a clear sense of of companionship Hmm. and shamelessness and confidence and and friendship with Christ. And and he sends us the helper to be our constant companion, his Holy Spirit. Hmm. But he qualifies it with, in verse 14, you are my friends if you do what I command you. Mm. So unlike, you know, the the friendship that I have with, you know, like my roommates from college or mm. even the, the friendship that you and I share, mm. this is a friendship that is built on a full joyful submission, you know, and, and, no offense, Bear. I, I submit to you as pastor. I mean, I, I I kind of thought that you were submitting to me. I guess <laughs> I guess we had a different understanding of our relationship. Will. Yeah, yeah, let's let's have a detail. But that's okay. Let's right let's stay, let's stick with the passage, and <laughs> yeah, you and yeah. I can talk offline. No, but but 
in human relationships, there there is this, you know, different degrees of, of submission and authority and respect. Right. But our friendship with Christ is built on this complete self-abandoning, hmm. clinging to him and, and yeah. obeying him. And, and, you know, the go and, and sin no more right. moment, like clinging to that. Yeah, and I, I think it's worth, not to go too deep into context, but I, I think it's worth just kind of taking a step back to see who Jesus yeah. is because at this moment, the disciples are convinced that this guy is the long promised Messiah mm-hmm. of Israel and the Messiah of Israel had some very, he was supposed to be from the line of David. Yep. He was, you know, thought to be this great warrior King that was going to come and defeat the enemies of God who at the time was Rome, Yeah, you know, and, and all these things. And so, they had an idea of who this Messiah King was supposed to be when he came yeah. and his disciples are gathered with him. And I think in this moment, a lot of them are convinced that like, this is the guy, this is the Messiah. And yet he bends down on his knees and he washes their feet. Yeah. And then he gets to this passage and he calls them friends. Yeah. And he says, you're my friends. Uh, and so it, I, I mean, it, to me, it just adds so much more weight when we understand who Jesus is, like the prophet, all the prophecies that he's fulfilling mm. and the fact that he comes to them and says, you're my friends. You know, this is not a master-slave relationship. I think of Paul in uh, in Romans chapter 8 where he's saying that I no longer call you, we're no longer slaves. Yeah. We call out to God, Abba, Father, which is like a you know term of endearment for a, a father, yeah. father, fatherly figure. Yeah. And uh, so we have this intimate relationship with Jesus, with God. So Jesus shares with his disciples this like this intimate relationship. And I think you're right. I think there's kind of this tension between we have this submissive like relationship of surrender before Jesus. But in the same way, we can come before him in confidence. I mean, I think the best picture for those who had a good uh, a, a good upbringing in their home is just a fatherly figure that has so much love and care and concern for their son or their daughter. And yet, you know, you're never afraid to come to that father. But at the same time, you uh, you have this reverence for you know for this for this older figure. Yeah, or even sort of the idea of as Christ as our brother and fellow heir, and, and there's this companionship. And I don't actually have an older brother, so I'm speaking from speculation. I've got some, so there. Yeah, yeah. Fact check me, but <laughs> you know, in the like ideal sort of brotherhood, there there's this companionship, this vulnerability, hmm. this true friendship Hmm. and you know oftentimes the older brother might be the advocate to the father for the younger brother Hmm. and yet there's a there's a clear sense of hierarchy right to that you know and and authority and you know i'm just reminded of the the old hymn what a friend we have in jesus Hmm. who you know what a friend we have in jesus all our grief and sins to bear Hmm. What a privilege to carry everything to God in prayer and that we have a high priest who not only is willing to to 
hear out our griping and our groaning, yeah. but he's our friend and he actually never wearies of it. Yeah. What, what a just refreshing promise. Well, and I, th- I think when you're faced with this passage where Jesus is calling us friends, surely there's something, if we will stop and think for a minute, wait, Jesus is calling me a friend. Like, do you not know what I've done in my yes, life, Jesus? Totally. Like, do you not know my thought pattern? Even I'm a grown man. I'm a husband. I'm a father. I'm a pastor at a church. And like, don't you know the yeah. the thoughts of my heart? And, you know, just some of my intentions that are yeah. not right and not pure. And yet you still call me friend. Yeah. And so there is a, it's, it is very humbling to yeah. think that Jesus would call us friends. Yeah. And it should never, you know, if, if this, passage leads you to this place of like irreverence or dismissiveness, right? then you're totally misreading it because it it leads you to just utter humility and joy. Like, I cannot believe that this God man would call me his friend. Yeah. And and, And he says right there that greater love has no one than this, that someone lay down his life for his friends. So the love that he's commanding for yeah. the, dis- the disciples to have, for us at, as Christ Covenant members to have for yeah. one another, he's saying, I have given you the example yeah. of how to lay down your life for your friends, how to sacrifice totally. for others. And that is true friendship and that is true love. Yeah. So beautiful yeah. passage. Great passage. Well, for Will Carlisle, I'm Barrett Fisher. Thanks for listening to Our Daily Rhythm. I'm Jason Dees, one of the pastors of Christ Covenant, and Our Daily Rhythm is a ministry of our church designed to help you more faithfully and effectively meditate on God's Word. If you ever have a question for us about one of our Bible readings or one of your own Bible readings, please don't hesitate to text us at 404-465-1737. Again, that's 404-465-1737. Or email me directly at jason at christcovenant.com. We'll meet you again tomorrow for Our Daily Rhythm.